Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, November 2nd. Exactly. Um, we are actually recording this on a Friday because KU had a basketball game last night. Had to go. Had you to had there. to go. Absolutely. Totally understand that. So um, much fun. Yeah. It, even exhibition games. Just... It was packed. I mean, like, I have a picture that I'll show you later. But it's sold out. It is packed there. I mean. And they played Lake Washburn. Yeah. It, it, we, it's amazing that they're able to sell out exhibition games. Yeah. And, you know, just I've seen a lot of schools exhibition games so far. I watched Oregon's because I wanted to see Bull Bull play. Sure. Um, not even close to full. Right. Very, very empty. And, you know, that was a school that was in the final four, what, two years ago? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. My, they... um, my math professor actually does something really cool for exhibition games mm-hmm. where um, he has everybody raise their hand who hasn't been to a game in Allen Fieldhouse. And because uh, him and his wife get season tickets. So he says, if you haven't been to a game in Allen Fieldhouse yet, raise your hand. And he has both of his TAs pick one student from their section. And he gives away those two tickets for exhibition games. Wow. That is, that's actually kind of dope. Yeah. I think it's super cool. So do you raise your hand just to say you haven't been? No. <laughs> I'm just curious. That's I wouldn't. fraudulent. <laughs> it, oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah, know. You would never do anything that was unethical. Um, so. I got to talk to you real quick. Okay. Because Allie has mentioned <laughs> to you. do this to me. And to me <laughs> now. Now it's been brought to my attention that uh-huh. this is the case. That you carry a first aid kit no. at all times okay. in your no. backpack. We have to. Okay. It is a very small thing. It just has a few band-aids in it and some like gauze because I'm the kind of person who wants to be prepared. And here's the thing is Allie, the one who brought this to your attention, should be very thankful because like a few months ago, it was last semester, a few months ago, she was walking down the steps to JRP and fell and ripped her jeans and was bleeding profusely. And guess who had to come to the rescue? I'm just saying. Were you with her when this happened yeah. or were you? Okay. No, I was with her. We were walking down together and I was like, hang on, grab some gauze, jeans unstained, perfectly fine. Actually, they have a cute little rip now. And she was able to get a Band-Aid, and we were on our way. I still, like, I I, I think carrying a first aid kit around in your backpack okay, is kind of It's not like I'm hilarious. carrying it as a tote. I have, like, just this small little thing in the front pocket of my backpack next to my wallet. kind of sounds like you're getting ready to walk into war. Like, no, you're ready see, at all times for a battle to break out. No, there was a girl in my high school who actually was prepared at all times for everything. Like, all joking aside. Please she, explain that. She, we were in AP Bio, and mm-hmm. um, she just sort of mentioned that she was, like, a survivalist or something. And the teacher was like, oh, can you explain, like, how that works? And she goes, yeah, okay. And she pulls out her backpack, and she whips out, like, a sewing kit, some, like, dehydrated fruit, some water, and a first aid kit, like, a full first aid kit. And What, went did she down. Th- what was your high school? What did she think was going to happen, <laughs> like, being like, there for a normal school day? She was just fully prepared at any time to, like, get up and leave and go have to, like, live on her own. Wow. And survive in the wild. Like, that it is... was crazy. The only thing she didn't have was a weapon because, you know, school. Wow. But it was crazy. And I mean, like, a good kind of crazy, I think. But I always thought that was so interesting. And I was She's like, good crazy. It's fine. But I was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea to have at least, you know, a little something, you know, in case something goes awry during your day. I guess. I don't know. I think it's a little excessive. I would well, never. Well, that is a little excessive, but a first little mini first aid kit. I wouldn't be kidding. Can you get out your first aid kit? So we can see if it's a mini first aid kit. Yes. I'm, yeah. 
I I don't know. I you I can't think of a reason why I would carry a first aid kit. I'm sure someone is gonna disagree with me. Okay, that is, is not big. that is not what I thought it was gonna be. That's what I'm saying. It's a mini first aid kit. It's like the size of a wallet. Yeah, if that. That's okay. what I'm saying. I promise you, it's not psycho. Okay, I was thinking like when you said first aid kit, I'm thinking like bag. They have to unzip and unfold, and then there's like wraps. No, and it's like literally spray shit and... a portable first aid kit. It has like band aids, some sterile pads and gauze, and hand cleansing wipes. Wow. All right, I stand corrected. Thank you. Stand corrected on it. Um. Anyway, outside of that, I'm still kind of mad at you for making me wake up this early on a Friday. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I don't have anything to do. You know what? It's a sports podcast, so waking up early because of a sports game should right. be, like, excused, Fair. right? Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> We're both so tired, though. But not being here last night and not doing this meant I wasn't watching things out of the corner of my eye while we were recording. Yeah, that's so, true. So the 49ers, real quick. Oh, Nick? should we talk about sports? Yeah, we should, should talk about we, should sports. Should we talk about instead the of, actual podcast in, topic? Instead of our f- first aid kits that you carry around and that I will refuse to, <laughs> let's talk about, you know, the reason that people tune into this. Um, Nick Mullins started a quarterback for the 49ers last night. Interesting. If you don't know who Nick Mullins is, he is a 23-year-old uh, from, let's see, he was Southern Miss. That's where he went to school. And now he started for the 49ers last night. The 49ers just absolutely beat the piss out of the Raiders. They won 34-3. to Mullins had a great game. He put up three touchdowns and 262 yards. Yeah, those his... are pretty historic numbers according to ESPN. Well, yeah. And this quick Google search I just did. <laughs> I, think, I think it was more historic because, it you know, this is his first yeah. game as a starting quarterback. Um but I, the Raiders, this is one of those situations real quick. And I know we weren't planning to talk about this, but I just thought about it. And I think it's important to cover. I think they're trapped for a little. So I, I they've got, they have John Gruden, mm-hmm. who they signed to a 10-year, $100 million contract to coach their team. Right. I don't see them being the poorest franchise financially buying him out of that 10-year contract because they'd have to pay him 90 million dollars so this isn't a situation where you know he's not performing well and you're you can just get rid of him and go get a new coach sure you're stuck with him yeah that's not an option at this point right and so i mean they just they got rid of amari cooper Mm -hmm. which they sent him to the cowboys for a draft pick and they got rid of khalil mack at the beginning of the beginning of the year, which right. was followed by Gruden saying in a press conference, "Yeah, we really need a pass rusher." <laughs> which I think every single person in that room was like, "Oh god." <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're trapped; they're stuck with him until further notice. And he claimed last night after the game that you know they're prepped for a rebuild. Right. I don't. I don't know. I don't see the writing on the wall. I know they've got a lot of good draft picks coming up, but. Having talent doesn't mean anything if you don't actually give them any plays to work with. Sure. Or anything to do with their talent. It'll be interesting to see how they do for the rest of the season and going forward into the next few years until his contract runs out. Absolutely. I mean, it is 
it'll it'll be interesting. I, I don't mean, see them pulling themselves. They're one in seven right now, um, and they lost to the Niners, who were a one in one in seven team before last see, night. See, he says that, but uh, according to ESPN, he said that they're quote building a title team. Yeah, but I. With what? And that's what's interesting about this. He like, says that they have players who are dying to play for the Raiders in 2019. And he doesn't think that his current players took that as a message that they aren't good enough. And he says that, you know, he's just trying to get people excited and trying to build a title team. But it, this is just a weird situation. I just don't. I don't know. I don't see the writing on the wall. They can't even protect Derek Carr. Yeah. You need to protect him. Yeah, you he do. Gets, <laughs> I, like, watching that game, he's getting bullied back there. Yeah. And, you know, you can... I don't think Derek Carr is an elite quarterback. I think he's a very good quarterback. I, don't, sure. I wouldn't compare him to like Brady or Rodgers or one of those guys. Um, but like, if you give him time, he's gonna do something with the ball, and most of the time it'll be good. He doesn't really. I don't think he really makes poor decisions mm-hmm. all that often. And it's just the fact that he, like I said over and over again, he doesn't get any time to throw the ball. So when you're getting hit like that, can you really fault the guy? Right. And like, I don't know. I see. I see blame shipping all around. I think more of the blame is starting to go back to Gruden because mm-hmm. people are like, okay, it's not just Carr being a bad quarterback, or it's not our receiving core, our running game, or anything like that. Gruden's just a bad coach. So then here's let's, while we're on the topic of quarterbacks, um, I was in class. Uh, I think it was Monday, and I literally was listening to these guys behind me who were talking and they were talking to my friend sure. and they were debating over who was the better quarterback okay aaron Rodgers or patrick mahomes aaron Rodgers. right shouldn't that be an obvious answer no yeah. this guy behind me was saying patrick mahomes has been better this season and is going to be better in his career than aaron Rodgers is i i agree with the fact that he's been better this season but he's statistically sure he's he's been better than everybody right this season like it just He's had a phenomenal start to the year that is pretty unprecedented, mm-hmm. and that's great. But but to seen... say that he's going to be better over the course of his career, when we're like how many weeks in? Yeah, I it's that doesn't make sense to me. It, I I would ignore that argument completely because I think it's a load of shit. Yeah, but like, I was literally listening to them talk, and I jumped in eventually because I was like, I cannot just sit here and listen to right. this and not have a conversation. Right. But I was like, oh, my God, I have to tell Zach about this. Yeah, no, it, but it, it's one of those things, too. Like, we being in Kansas, mm-hmm. we are subjected a lot to Chief Sands oh, and, like, sure. their ideology on, like, Patrick Mahomes, he's the next Hall of Fame quarterback. He's the next Brady. I just want to remind people. We have seen scrambling <laughs> quarterbacks, dual threat quarterbacks, start off hot, have really good numbers for a while, and then fall off into the abyss. My yeah. favorite example, RG3. Sure. He had a great first season with the Redskins. Yeah. And they I was really excited about him. Yeah. I think everyone was. Everyone was. There were a lot of people who like were saying that uh picking an- the Colts picking Andrew Luck, like he was a worse draft pick than RG3, like RG3 had more upside. Luck wasn't going to be as good of a quarterback. And I know Luck has been, you know, hurt for a little while. Sure. But I think we can convincingly say he's had a more, or decisively say he's had a more successful career. Yeah. So we'll see. I I wish, it's a lot of fun watching Patrick Mahomes. 
and his voice it's... makes it so much better. <laughs> he's so every time I hear his voice, I just go, "Oh!" It's like, it's like, I I don't know. Like one of my roommates made the joke to me. He goes, he goes, imagine like you're in a fact like you're putting together Patrick Mahomes the person, and you're like <laughs> giving him the options. Like, hey man, you can be an elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be an elite quarterback. You're gonna be able to run fast. Like you can throw the ball a billion yards. And he's like, awesome. Like all these are good things. Like, right. where's the downside? He goes, you're gonna have one flaw. It's gonna be your voice. <laughs> and you're like, okay, like how bad could it be? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's. He's a nice guy, but his voice, it, he kind of sounds like a... Um, like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, like a Muppet. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But Whew. but still, I mean, the hype here is so... In Halloween, Yeah. I uh, went out and I saw one guy in a trench coat with a Chiefs jersey underneath. Okay. And I was like, "What? what is this? And then yeah. it clicked. He was Sherlock Mahomes. Oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. I think that's hysterical. That is terrible. That is the... Oh. It was so good. That is... That's... No. That's so funny. Come on. You don't think that's funny at all. It's kind of funny, but like... It's upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, where else would you see that but in (laughs) Kansas? No. I mean, he is... He is so overhyped. Yeah. I think here I like it's I hope excessive. he winds up being good um right of course because it'd be good. only wish success for him right but it'd be good for the league too yeah you know if he kept being successful but I just want people to stop stop yeah. already handing him his hall of fame jacket right let's you all know? just cool it for a little bit right so speak we're talking about the NFL mm-hmm. let's talk about NFL red zone okay. for a minute yeah sure because NFL red zone has made me such a lazy asshole <laughs> on Sundays. It is unbelievable. Like I am I don't know what happens to me. Yeah. But as soon as it rolls around and like that, like the little music stops playing and like the uh, I can't remember who hosts it, but he comes on screen and he's like, We're gonna get you to kick off and like welcome to NFL Red Zone. I am sunken into my chair and I'm not moving. And it's like you could come in, you could open the curtains, you could like shine some light on me. I'd probably hiss at you. But <laughs> You're like, like a vampire literally hissing at sunlight. Right. I'm like, ah, it mocks me. Like, I, like, I, I, it's such an amazing invention being mm-hmm. able to just watch every game. But I've also noticed something bad. Okay. Is that when the Lions are playing <laughs> in whatever time slot they're in and like we like I'm try I always will have the game like on my phone, like game casting it or something like that. Sure. And like I've tried not just streaming the Lions game and like watching other ones too. And the red zone is my way of branching out. But as soon as I see them like, oh, they're on the third their opponent's thirty yard line, I just start like getting angry i'm like switch over switch over switch over switch over like <laughs> irrationally yeah. like telling the tv like you gotta switch go back go back go back <laughs> and like they're like oh they're going into a timeout i was like i need to see what's happening during the timeout like right. go back yeah. um but red zone has just made me I, it's made me so lazy on sundays so then one thing i would ask is do you think that that has like desensitized you to touchdowns at this point absolutely I like do I think so do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Because like watching games like regular games now must get a little bit boring. See, that's the thing. Like I, I don't know that I'm necessarily gonna get 
super bored by watching regular games. Uh-huh. Like, cause I watch Sunday night football. I watch Monday night football and like, I don't get bored watching those games. And I don't know if that's just the time slot or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think what red zone, I think it's a, I'm a little desensitized to touchdowns in that moment because sure. it's like every single time they turn it on, I'm sort of expecting someone to score. Okay. That makes sense. And, but in a, in a, different sense and putting a little spin on it when we do get to sunday night football and a touchdown hasn't been scored for a while and no one's put any points on the board and then someone finally does it's much more exciting than it was previously okay. and i don't know why and i know it's all mental and doesn't make a lot of sense no it's so interesting because i wouldn't have thought of it like that i right. would have thought if you keep seeing touchdown after touchdown at some point you're gonna be like okay it's just another touchdown right but that makes a lot of sense and and honestly on the Lions score, I'm still going to get super excited and yeah. freak out. And yeah, like, absolutely. Yes, yes <laughs> we are a Super Bowl team. I'm going to keep <laughs> lying to myself until it's true. Um, and, you know, that's just, it's always going to be exciting. Um, I will say the one thing that it has really helped me do is watch teams that there's no chance I would have watched otherwise. Yeah. And, like, see teams that I, I – there. I'm not going to sit down and watch, like, the Jets play unless they're playing the Lions. Yeah, that's fair. Like, so, like, I still get to see them play. I still get to see, like, you know, sort of what's going on, as limited as it might be. Yeah, you get to branch out. Right, and I branch out a little bit. So, it's good for that, I guess, right? Yeah. Something like that. We're going to keep justifying it until I don't feel as bad for spending (laughs) my entire Sunday on my couch. Um, Just call it research. Yeah, something like that. I'm Research. researching for the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just going to – I'm researching for the show, guys. You can't make me come outside. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's, red zone's That's what on. I did during the World Series when people would be like, oh, hey, come out. And I'm like, I, I'm actually doing like some research right now. I'm like clicking on the game. Yeah. I will say I get more rational about like commercial – or commercials. <laughs> commercials now. Yeah. Because I, like there's no commercials during red zone. Oh, yeah, so then you just get angry. Right, and so it, like, cuts to commercials. I'm like, this is taking eternity. Yeah. I just want to watch some more it's football. It's like switching like, from is... Netflix to Hulu. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is taking way too long. I, <laughs> what do you mean there's a break? <laughs> like, I just want to see, like, yeah. Like, this is 90 seconds of my life. I will never get back. <laughs> exactly. And it is, it is absolute torture. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Because, like I said, switching from Netflix to Hulu, even something as simple as that, like, when I want to watch a TV show, like, I want to watch a TV show. I don't want to have a 90-second break. Right. And then I notice I get irrationally angry, too, and I'm like, okay, we need to take a step back from the TV. Yeah. I just want to binge watch my shows and not be interrupted by a Tide ad. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. <laughs> like, yeah, no, have I Have you totally... seen the new um, Rob Gronkowski Tide Pods ad, though? Uh-uh. Oh, I think it's is so this the one where he ta- Oh, wait. Is this the one where he talks about eating them or something like Probably. that? Probably. I don't know. I just saw it the other day, and I thought it was so funny. Oh, my God. Because seeing, like, Gronk, like, for every single brand that I thought he would be doing, this was not it. Gronk but is... It was funny. Yeah. I. He's one of my favorite athletes just because he's so much fun. Oh, for sure. I mean, he, he has a lot of fun with, you know, his brand and who he is. Yeah. And, you know... He's just, I'm... like, so unapologetically himself. Right. Which you can I can appreciate in anybody. Yeah. Uh, with that being said... Uh, let's hop into a quick break, mm-hmm. and when we come back, we got to talk about the college football weekend because yeah. this is going to be 
so exciting. It's very exciting. We say this every week. I know. More so this weekend than any More other so one. this weekend. <laughs> I feel like more is on the line this weekend than most because we're at that critical point in the season where the college football playoff polls have come out. Yep. And it's all happening. There's going to be a lot of upset people, I know, at the end of the season if their teams don't make it. Yeah. But with that being said, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you are listening to the Easy Sports Podcast, and we'll be back right after the break. Welcome back. We, as we said before break, we're going to hop into some college football talk. Um, first, let's talk about UCF. Mm-hmm. Defending national champions. Right. <laughs> UCF. <laughs> um, their fans are in just an uproar right now because yeah. they feel snubbed. They're like, we're not in the top 10. Blah, 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 blah. Like complaining that they're you know, they should be in the top 10. They should be in the playoff conversation. They should be this. They should be that. I just, no. Yeah. I, I don't can't. I don't think that that argument makes a whole lot of sense to me, mm-hmm. considering who the top 10 is. Right. And how good they are. Right. And, and, and I'm just thinking of it from strictly a strength of schedule standpoint. Sure. I mean, you're, their games, let's run through it real quick. Mm-hmm. You, UConn, South Carolina State. Their game against UNC got canceled. Florida Atlantic, Pitt, SMU, Memphis, East Carolina, and Temple. Sure. So it's not like they're playing anyone huge. They're not playing people in the top ten, really. Right. Their strength of schedule is pretty weak. Um, I don't know what what the number is on it, but, I mean, I just don't – I don't see the body of work that – says to me yeah you're a top 10 team yeah no and, I completely agree. and their fans are complaining about this last night online as they're beating temple by one point oh, and i'm man. like oh guys come on like yeah. let's let's look at what's in front of us right now like you aren't even if you want to be a top 10 team if you want to be a top five team you should just be murdering temple yeah for sure like i think 12 is a good spot for them i, think I do I too. agree with that no i do too i, I mean they're they're eight no now after their mm-hmm. win against Temple last night, which they did wind up pulling away. But still, your defense let Temple score 40 points, and you're saying you want to be a f- playoff team? Yeah. You're not going to be a playoff team? Sense. No. I- I'm sorry. Like, this isn't – That's I fan goggles is what that is. <sighs> right. And I-, I understand they might have gotten a little snubbed last year with where they wound up being ranked. Fair. I get it. And yeah. I do – but I do think that team last year was a better team than they had this year. Mm-hmm. And I-, I don't think it's – you know, fair to say, like, you don't hear a lot of schools complain saying, oh, we had a really good team last year. I don't understand why we're not ranked in the top five this <laughs> right. year. Like, yeah, that's just not how it's it works. It's not a logical argument. Right. It's, it, it really just truly is fan goggles. Right. It is about being in the present. 
And as much as I would love to see UCF be a top 10 team, because I think that would be so much fun. Yeah, definitely. I, they're just not there. They're just not there. And that's okay. That is okay. Once they move into, hopefully, eventually, a Power 5 conference, and they start winning games there, and they win you know, a conference title and show that they can consistently do that, mm-hmm. then I think it's completely reasonable to be like, all right, now you are a playoff team. Yeah, I agree Until then, though, no. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Um, so should we talk about Alabama-LSU? Yes. And how hyped we both are for this game. I This is... I showed you that video before we started. Yeah. The hype Incredible. video LSU put out. That was awesome. Yeah. That made me want to go. Like That made me want to drive down to Louisiana, go into Death Valley and watch that game, which I wanted to do anyway. Yeah. And I know it wasn't <laughs> going to happen, but I, I just... Wow. That was... I personally... I love hype videos, period. Like, okay. I think when I go to... I went to the KU basketball game last night, mm-hmm. and it was against Washburn. You know, like, it wasn't a huge game, but the hype video they showed, like, I was ready to ball. <laughs> I love hype videos in general, and I think that one, uh, the LSU one, was so well done, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was so good. I'm so excited for this game, even more than I already was. Well, this, I mean, this is just a huge weekend in general. Yeah. Playoff implication. Like, when we're talking about the playoff. Yeah, we got Ohio State, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was an interesting one to start off with. Yes. Just kidding. Very. I, here's something to consider. If Ohio State loses to Nebraska, they're now, done. Now the play That's it. It's completely that, changed. That is completely it for them um, if they lose to Nebraska. And I think we can all say that with complete confidence. Yeah. But, I mean, you have Michigan and Penn State, mm-hmm. which I am incredibly stressed for. Really? I I like I'm already feeling like the anxiety of like okay we're up by three like there's <laughs> this much time left oh god like I don't know oh, if we're I've gonna be able to do this so many times in my life yeah classic Boston sports fan I this, was just gonna say I was yeah. there like less than a week ago with the World yeah. Series yep there we go which we'll chat about soon right and, and so it's like it is me just already stressing yeah and just going I don't know if we can do this like I I know we can. Yeah. But I'm also like, okay. Or I know they can. I shouldn't say we because I'm not on that team. <laughs> I say that all the time. Yeah. Um, But it's like, I know they can do this, but I'm still stressed out. Um, it's because every single f- sports fan always has in the back of their mind, we're going to choke. No matter how good we are, we're going to choke. Yeah. And I know because I'm the exact same way with the Red Sox in the World Series, with even something as simple as like – um a high school game like my sister's volleyball games mm-hmm. like that's always the stress and it's like something as little as that yeah no i totally agree and, and it's it's just one of those things i just gotta wait till it happens gotta be patient and just pray that everything works out yeah. well because if michigan wins this game we're talking about a big shake up at the top of the rankings mm-hmm. because or I, I shouldn't say we're guaranteed to shake up but if they win this game and someone else loses, say LSU loses this weekend or Notre Dame loses this weekend. Yeah, that makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. And so I think that's my whole deal. Looking at the schedule, we got Michigan, Penn State. That's in Ann Arbor at the big house. Um, we have Georgia and Kentucky. That's number six versus number nine. That's in Lexington. I think that's going to be an interesting game. Right. 
And I think if Kentucky can win that game and can just win in a manner that's pretty decisive. Sure. That could catapult them into the top five. Right. That could make them look a lot better in the playoff committee's eyes. Then we have uh, Notre Dame and Northwestern, which isn't a playoff, doesn't have any playoff implications for Northwestern. But if Notre Dame loses Northwestern, that's a huge issue. (laughs) That's a huge issue. That sucks. Like, you're out. Yeah. Um, then we have Oklahoma and Texas Tech. That's at Texas Tech. Yeah. And so that could be an upset in the making. The big game that everybody's going to be watching is Alabama LSU. That's on CBS in prime time at 7 p.m. It's in Death Valley. I don't think if Alabama loses this game that they'll slip out of the top four at all they're just they're too good right i and i don't i hate to say it but i don't necessarily have any faith that they will lose this game yeah i think that's fair i think they're probably gonna win right um would i like to see lsu win i don't know maybe i think that would be really interesting just to see how that would shake things up yeah i mean it i think if lsu wins this game then we can see them jump up to number two I think Clemson would probably slide into that one spot. Mm-hmm. And then Alabama would fall to three or four. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, that is, that's just, that would make the most sense in my mind for where those teams would fall. But I think it'll be a competitive game regardless. Right. And it'll be a fun game to watch. Right. But we have a, a lot of seven in one teams. Yeah. I mean, LSU in the just in the top ten we have LSU Michigan Georgia Oklahoma Washington State Kentucky and Ohio State all seven and one all teams who outside of Washington State who I think could probably make it into the playoff right I don't see a Pac-12 team making it into the playoff this year I think their conference is too weak as a whole um it's it's going to be very interesting to see where all these teams wind up falling. And I I just know we're going to get to the end of the year and someone's going to be, there's going to be a few pissed off fan bases who yeah, feel like and they got snubbed. I think that's completely warranted with how many good teams there are this year. Yeah. With how many seven and one teams with our, and even, you know, we have a few six and two teams who I think are better than their record shows. So I definitely think there's going to be some pissed off fan bases. Right. And you showed me the eight team playoff bracket uh-huh. in theory what were your thoughts um i think it'll be insanely fun if that's how things go then i think that would be a really cool and i think once again i think all of those make sense and like yeah there are going to be teams that get snubbed but the way that the playoffs would go like if the season ended today mm-hmm. i think i don't think you can argue against it honestly i don't think that because if you're okay if you're a fan and you're saying my team should be in there who are you taking out Right. Like, that's how I always look at it, is which team does not deserve to be in there. Right. And even as, like, a big Michigan fan. Right. If the season ended today, it's us or Notre Dame that are going in there. And so you've got to sit there and go, okay, like, yeah, I think think we'd beat Notre Dame. If we played them again, Mm -hmm. I think we beat them. I actually agree with that. They're a completely different team. I think the offense is moving a lot better now. I think that is a W. Right. But that doesn't matter. Yeah. Because now, yeah, we've played through the season. 
But I just know that in the playoff committee's eyes, they're going to be like, you guys lost. Yeah. If if that's the tiebreaker, in air quotes, we lost to Notre Dame already. Right. So who are we to take them out? But if they lose this weekend and then, you know, we beat Penn State and then win out and then go to Ohio State and win that game and then go to the Big Ten Championship, hard to deny them a playoff spot. No, I completely agree with that. But I, I, I would love to see an eight-team bracket. Yeah. That would be so much fun. Yeah. I love I really appreciate Washington State's fan accounts saying, Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, this wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> relax. You'd be the eight seed. You'd have to play Bama first. If yeah. you made it out of that game, you're catching either Michigan or Notre Dame. And then if you made it out of that, you either get Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, or LSU. Yeah. I think their exact words were we're not saying we want Bama. But <laughs> yeah, but you know, we could do it. No, you couldn't. Yeah, like take you're, a step back. You're having a good season in the Pac-12. Congratulations! Right, you're not beating Bama. Yeah, you're not beating Michigan. You're not beating Notre Dame, Clemson, maybe Oklahoma. Maybe. Maybe their defense isn't necessarily that great. That'd be a see. closer game. That'd For be a sure, that'd game. be much closer than a game against Alabama. Right. Or a game against Clemson. Georgia for me is a no. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And then LSU is a definite no, too. Yeah. Yeah, so congratulations, Washington <laughs> State, on having a better year than you normally do. I, I do like that they're good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of fun to watch them play. Um, but, no, they are not They are not going to beat schools like Bama or anyone like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just not happening. Um, with that being said, who do you think – who's your top four? Who do you have at the end of this year in the playoff solidified? That's it. Oh, my God. Um, I think it's hard to deny Alabama and Clemson. I think you have to give those two teams a spot. Yep. I like LSU. Okay. I think that I think that they're a good enough team that, like, pretty obviously they should be in the top four for me. Okay. But then I think the four spot for me is – depends on the rest of the season i have no idea now because i think it could go either way between notre dame or michigan yeah and i think that either of those two teams you could say deserve it equally as much no and yeah i I totally agree with you and it it a hundred percent comes down to these last few weeks these last few weeks who's gonna win out Mm -hmm. you know in, in michigan the hard part for them um is that they have to go to ohio state and beat them yeah you know and and i'm obviously not, not an easy task not an easy task Ohio State. no we've <laughs> talked we have talked about that that is just oh we i have blood coming out of my ears now because you just said that to me um but they have to go to ohio state mm-hmm. you know i think they can beat penn state Rutgers should be Please. Please, God. Please. Please, God, beat Rutgers. <laughs> if KU did it. If KU did it, please, right. God. If Kansas can beat Rutgers and hang 50 on them, you should hang 70 on them. Like, yeah. um, and then they can beat Indiana. That game's at home, too. And then, you know, you just got to beat Ohio State and then play in the Big Ten Championship, which, <coughs> pardon me, is not easy by any stretch. Um, but, whew. It is going to be a nail biter. And then let's check Notre Dame real quick. To close out their year, 
I think they have a little bit of an easier time because uh-huh. they have Northwestern, Florida State, Syracuse, and USC. Sure. So I would say their closeout is a little bit easier than Michigan's is. but Yeah, I'd agree. But, yeah, I'm with you on that. That four and five spot um, is going to be very interesting. I actually think if Michigan wins out, I think they'll get bumped over Notre Dame. I hope Even so. if Notre Dame wins out. Not a huge Notre Dame gal. <laughs> no. But in my only logic behind that is in order to do that, they're going to have to win out and then play the Big Ten championship game against probably Wisconsin. Yeah. And so if they can do that, I think that proves like, okay, this team, yeah, they did lose at the beginning of the year, but doesn't matter. They should deserve to be in the playoff. Yeah. Like completely different team than we saw week one. That's fair. But yeah, I... I Oh, college football so great. Yeah, it this is, is such a cool time for to be a sports fan, period. But to have college football right now, it's so great to be a college football fan. Right. Have I told you that I walk, like, <laughs> this is going to make me sound like a lunatic, but... More so than a portable first aid kit? Uh, <laughs> no, probably right. not. Yeah, fair. Um, but, like, on Saturdays, I tra- walk around with my portable battery pack so that I can, like, stream the games. Like, mm-hmm. and like keep track, like only when Michigan's on because I need to know and I need to know like, all right, where they're at. If I'm going to like, if this is going to suck, like, yeah. are they losing where, you know, what the game is feeling like. See, so I, I relate, have it though. with me. I relate. I'll be out with friends. And if we're at like a place like Tanner's, you know, or something uh-huh. like that, where there's big screen TVs on, I'm like not listening to the conversation. No. And I'm watching the games and they're like, Hey, Emma, like. Can you snap out of it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like, yeah. please keep talking to me. Yeah, And please then my eyes start us. drifting, and I'm like, oh shoot, it's hard for me it's hard. to stay in a conversation, especially when there's, like, games that I actually care about. Right. You know, if I'm, like, out with friends and there's an NBA game on, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to see what the score is. I'm trying to see who's playing. Or, like, that guy who asked you at the game last night, like, who's your team? Yeah. And you were look, you're you're like, oh, I don't have one. I was just, I'm looking at all the scores. Yeah. Like, I'm like you have no idea what you're getting into, friend. I love that. Yeah, that is. But no, I I totally understand that because it's like there's a lot on the line right now. Yeah. I need to know what's going on. Yeah. And if there's a game that I really really care about, like the Red Sox being in the World Series, right? Like there's, I'm gonna be on my phone watching the game, a hundred percent if I'm out. Yeah. Which is, there's a very slim chance I'm going to be out at that point anyway. <laughs> but if it was like a life or death situation, if I'm in a hospital, yeah, I'm probably going to be streaming the game as well. <laughs> I'll be paying attention. Gotta have it. You it'll got... be like 70-30 attention span split. Well, you gotta have it on you because, you know, if you miss a moment, how are you going to know what's going on? How are you going to know what the emotion and the feeling <laughs> of the game is if I miss one snap? Of the five-hour game. Right, of the five-hour game that we would be perfectly fine probably missing and watching the highlights of. Yeah, Doesn't probably. matter. We're Doesn't matter, crazy. though. We're still going to watch crazy. it. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, this is shaking up to be a really interesting. We say this every year. I know. But it, it is But every genuinely. year it's interesting. Right, every year it's interesting. The only thing that's not interesting is Alabama. Yeah. Uh, they're the and least... it's just because they're so good. Right, they're the least interesting team um to watch so my only hard part with them is who do i see that could beat them looking at that top we'll say top 10 expanding out into every potential team that could make it in yeah 
Who I could beat him? The way that I like to look at this is on any given day, any team can come out and can be incredible. And if the stars align, you know, say Clemson comes out and it absolutely incredible against Alabama and right. Alabama is struggling a little bit. Yeah, like, but Ant- Clemson can win. It's just any given day. You can't just predict. Right. How but these Alabama teams are losses go. are like solar eclipse. It's fair. They don't. It's fair. They don't, they don't ever seem to often. happen. And like, even when they do happen, you're just sort of like, holy shit, this yeah. is a big deal. Like, <laughs> but did it really mean anything? Like, are they, sure. they're still going to be in the top five or top four? Okay, fine. Yeah. Like, I. They're probably still going to be in the top two, regardless of who they lose to. Right. I could. I don't know that I think Notre Dame can beat them. Oh, I don't think so. LS, Clemson, maybe. Maybe. If Trevor Lawrence really shows up. Yeah. And That's like, why I performs. say on any given day it right. could happen. Michigan's defense is good enough to beat Alabama. And I believe that only because I think their corners, they play a lot of ISO. Sure. They play a lot of, like, let's leave our guys on islands and make them just man cover uh, the wide receivers. I think their corners are are athletic enough to hang with Bama's receivers, mm-hmm. and they can send enough guys at Tua to not let him be comfortable in the pocket. Yeah. And so that's the only reason. The reason I have doubt with them, though, is their offense. I don't know if their offense is necessarily consistent enough or good enough to put enough points on the board to beat Bama. Yeah. I If tomorrow they were playing, I'd give that game to Bama. Yeah, probably. And that, that sucks. I think, but that that being said, if Michigan was to win out this season, knock on wood. Right. If they were to win out this season, I don't see any reason why they couldn't come out with just a shit ton of confidence. Yeah. And be like, all right, yeah, we got this. And Let's, that can also change how a game is played as well. Right. Let's make it competitive. Yeah. But we'll see. I I don't know. We've... We've talked about this so much this week and like what we think is going on and what we think is going to happen. But honestly, nothing we say matters until this it actually happens. Speculation. It's all speculation <laughs> until something actually happens, until the games are actually played. Doesn't matter. Yeah, this is I think this is a whole different conversation a week from now. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, with that being said, let's close out the show. Mm hmm with talking about the World Series parade. Congratulations to your Boston Red Sox. Some tears were shed, not going to lie. Yeah, this <laughs> is the what? How many World Series have you seen now? Um a few. A few. Wow. A few. A few. Thank you. <laughs> um I think it's like 4 or 5. I don't know. I think it's 4. Yeah. Um But yeah, no. They're calling they... Boston Title Town, which is kind of an intense nickname. Well, I mean, but I'm not complaining about it. No, but think about the dominance of Boston sports teams. It really is crazy since 2000. Yeah, you know, with the Patriots being themselves. Yeah, and then the Bruins won a cup in there. The Celtics Celtics have won won a championship. That was 08, I think. Yeah, I think Um, it's Bruins one, Celtics one, um, Red Sox four, and then Patriots five. Yeah, so that is just yeah, that's so frustrating. You have no idea how upset that makes me. I'm sure it does. Like, that is just... It is so frustrating to sit there and watch continued success from the same teams over and over again. It's just like Bama. Yeah. 
watching them play is frustrating not because i can't appreciate how good they are but because it's so it just irrationally annoys the hell out of me (laughs) that they're so good every single year i think there's a lot of people who are gonna relate to that yeah but yeah socks won Mm -hmm. my favorite moment from this came during the parade yeah when a fan threw a beer up towards some of the players and it hit hit the world series trophy and like dented it in it hit alex cora as well oh my god pretty much drenched the manager yeah i just <sighs> and they uh but they found out who it was it was 19 year old uh patrick Connolly of sandwich massachusetts that's i'm sorry a, that's a real place that's a real place sandwich massachusetts wow okay um but he was actually arrested charged with disorderly conduct and assault and battery with a dangerous weapon wow oh beer can, <laughs> a dangerous, beer can weapon. Is a dangerous weapon i love it um yeah, that is classic, classic Boston. Cla- I can't even like. I have nothing to say outside of classic Boston. I know. I'm and not it surprised sucks because I was not surprised either, and I want us to be better than that. <laughs> but also, so this is interesting. Did you hear about the um, Boston man who was stabbed after the uh, Game Five of the World Series? He says he was stabbed oh, in by L.A. A, yeah, said yeah. he was stabbed by a Dodgers fan. Yeah, I saw that. I I didn't read into the story at all, but do you want to give us a brief synopsis of what happened? I mean, honestly, I didn't read too much into it either because it was so disturbing to me. That <laughs> No, it really is, truly, that after your team loses, you're so upset that you stab a random man in a Boston hat or whatever he was wearing. Yeah. Like, to that point, how I just, that just bothers me to my core, that this is how intense we're getting with sports. Yeah, is I mean, that you lose and you stab someone? Like, it just it really disturbs me. I think if you're someone who's going to stab someone over a sports game, you're gonna you're someone who would stab someone over anything. I know, and it bothers me that there's like oh, I just hate that it. there's people like that. Yeah, no, I and I absolutely understand that. It's just well, they uh, the Red Sox fan basically said that the Dodgers fan like taunted him before the stabbing too, which makes it worse. And there's pictures of him in like a hospital bed. Like, it's just bad. Wait, he taunted him? Yeah, that's what the headline says, is that he was, like, messing with him as well. I I, I don't know. That is super classless. Yeah. He said, get your expletive out of here. This is Dodger country right here. What's the explicitive? It doesn't say. Oh. But I'm sure it was get your shit out of here, something like that. Get your ass out of here, something. Something. Um, yeah, that is... I mean, that's, that's, that's awful that that happens. I don't, I would never, ever, it wouldn't even cross my mind to like do something like that after a game. Yeah. Like, well, and what makes this even worse is uh, the guy who was attacked said that he couldn't tell if the guys were uh, just busting his chops or if they had other things in mind, but the confrontation escalated quickly after one of them whistled and up to 10 other men joined the standoff. This is from the New York Post. <laughs> are we in a 1950s novel like is this the outsiders you're gonna whistle and 10 other guys show up yeah, and then sh- you stab somebody sharks and the jets are rolling up to yeah. scrap in the parking lot i mean geez i yeah that's that's so excessive it's just people are crazy people are crazy and when their sports team like their sports teams get involved and alcohol gives involved. them and alcohol yeah. gets involved it gives them a platform to be more crazy yeah like and, and that's just that sucks. I hope that guy's okay um, yeah. and that he makes a speedy recovery, but 
yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine going to a baseball game and getting stabbed. Like I've been like flipped off before a sporting event, stuff like that. That doesn't bother me sure. though. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. Like fair, verbal, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You like start threatening someone's physical well-being. That's yeah. That's excessive. Start stabbing someone with what he believes to have been a screwdriver. Doesn't feel good. Uh, I, oh, I'm sorry. He was stabbed with a <laughs> screwdriver. He said that he believes one of the weapons was a screwdriver. How many times was this guy stabbed? Five. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Five. You got stabbed five times, maybe once with a screwdriver. Yeah. Wow. And you can see. Here's the picture of him. This is bad radio. I know. Oh yeah. Whatever though. Yeah, he looks He doesn't look good. No. I yeah. Like I said, can't imagine that happening. I would I don't know what I would do. Probably never go back to that stadium again. Well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Probably would never go back to Dodger Stadium after that, but you know. Oh well. His team won the World Series. Yeah. He just had to get stabbed. Who's laughing now as he's lying in the hospital bed? <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Well, I think... Sports are crazy. Sports are crazy. And it's one of those things, you know. We can say as much as we want that this shouldn't happen, this shouldn't be a thing, but there are crazy people in every group. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Something bad is going to happen at some point. It's disappointing, but it's true. Yeah. With that being said, thank you so much for joining us today. Follow us on Twitter at Easy Sports Pod. We're on iTunes now. We or are the on Apple iTunes. Podcast app. Yeah, we are. We are on iTunes. That is, it was a lot easier. Actually. We thought it was going to be much harder than it was. I thought it was <laughs> going to be this complicated thing, um, and then I realized I had been doing everything right. I just hadn't been submitting things in the right place. Yeah. And so, yeah, I felt like kind of a fool for that, but uh. That's okay. Yeah. That is okay because we lived, we learned, and uh, <laughs> we it, it'll be all right. But like we like I said, thank you so much for joining us. Subscribe on iTunes so you can get, well, this every week. Yeah. <laughs> this little dialogue that we're having. Um, Give us five-star ratings. That's a thing, right? Yeah, five-star ratings. Write a nice review. Yeah. Even if, like, you know, you absolutely hate it, just, you know, yeah. say you loved it. Yeah. That's sure. some good karma coming your way, right? Yeah, some good <laughs> karma. Dish a, send us a little love. But, uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, and we will see you guys next week, probably yeah. Thursday. Re- returning to the normal recording schedule, right? Almost definitely. Almost definitely. Until further notice, we'll keep you guys posted on Twitter. But we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. <laughs>